Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Healthier Podcast. My name's Sean. And I'm Sona. And we are here to give you guys the most amount of value so you guys can live happier and healthier lives. And if you're a personal trainer, a yoga instructor, a nutritionist looking to market yourself, build a brand for yourself, or in search for clients, or you're a individual looking for one of these professionals, head on over to www.healthier.org. All right, everybody. So in this podcast today, we are going to be talking about an awesome book, a life-changing book, something that has so much value and that me and Sona have both mentioned before and that we truly see a lot of value in um, if it's applied of course but uh just to give you guys the title uh it's called million dollar habits by brian tracy so we're going to be going back and forth and talking about some of the key points in this book that we've learned and hopefully some of the things that we say will help you guys in your lives whether you are a trainer or just a regular nine to five person that wants to learn more so we each have few points and we'll go back and forth like i said so sona if you want to start us off my friend go go ahead absolutely thank you thank you and like sean mentioned we'll definitely be going over points that trainers and individuals can definitely learn from gain some value from and also like sean mentioned gain value from when it's applied so first thing that i want to talk about is actually uh this is more trainer focused so if you're a trainer trying to build your own brand, your own business, looking for clients, and you're trying to provide them the most value, this is certainly for you. So this comes off from one of his pages in chapter seven. He, it's uh, subtitled, Think Like an Entrepreneur. A couple important points that he makes is, I'm going to read a few sentences. Uh, Perhaps the two most important habits you can develop in entrepreneurial thinking is those of speed and flexibility. So that's one. Um, Second is moving quickly on opportunities, on problems, and of doing things quickly to satisfy your customers. So uh, from these points that he he makes, he's obviously saying, like, look out for opportunities, look out to um, solve problems. So let's say if you're a trainer, you're looking for clients, definitely look for a problem that you are willing to solve. And... um, Another uh, thing that he mentions is the faster you can serve your customers, the more valuable and attractive they will consider you and your products. Develop the habit of moving fast in selling and serving customers, and you will gain an edge in the market. So, of course, this also points out how you want to pay attention to your customers. Now, if you're a trainer who is, let's say, working with um, specific moms or you know, mothers, uh, you can definitely target that clientele base. So be specific, you know. Um, so that's one of the points that I wanted to make. I wanted to keep it brief. If you have anything to share on that, Sean, please feel free. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I like the um, uh, act quickly on it. Uh, response time is a huge thing. I know in um, online business and just from some of the things I've, I've heard, your response time just because people's attention span is so short, especially nowadays, it uh, it's definitely a big deal for retention and uh, growth is to respond quickly. Um, 
and handle things quick. Um, obviously, I remember hearing this somewhere. It's massive, imperfect action. So although, you know, you want to give the best answer you can, but let's say, you know, down the road, it might have not been the, the best, best answer, or there might have been something else that you could have said that you think back, oh, man, I should have said this. At least you responded the best you can, the best you could have with the time that you had. Um, and they at least feel like they're important enough that you answered so quickly. So obviously take a, a few seconds to think about what you're going to say and then say it, don't put it off. So yeah, I love it, man. I love it. And of course, there's a lot more to entrepreneurial thinking. So I wanted to take a small segment of the book and really focus on something that could be useful for the trainers and marketing to their clientele. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cool. With that, um, Sean, would you like to share your first tip with us? Sure. Yeah, of course. All right. So this is my first tip. So this is, uh, I'll just read a couple lines to give you guys the idea of what I'm trying to say. Um, it's, but the main uh, idea is kind of giving yourself a vision and developing those mental images and speaking about what you want. So develop the habit of creating clear, positive, exciting pictures of yourself performing at your best and visions of your goals as if they are, were already achieved. So me, myself, I keep a vision of my future life of my, my finances, of my relationship, of my family, of even what car I'm going to have, what uh, a type of house where I'm going to live, um, keeping those thoughts in front of you. And it, it just really helps cement that going forward and it helps kind of give you some direction day to day. Another line is positive, successful people make a habit of continually visualizing the outcomes they desire. Talk about things you want. You create uh, exciting mental pictures of your goals and desires as if they already existed. Positive thoughts and words can make you more optimistic, giving you more energy, enable you to bounce back faster from disappointment and keep you moving forward throughout the day. Now, does that mean that you got to be this like 100% optimistic guy 24-7? No. Obviously, we're emotional creatures. We have our times where we should feel a certain way and we should feel human, of course, but I think these um, kind of tools can help us not spend as much time in those moments. So, um, yeah, do you have anything to, to add on that, Sona? That's amazing. Um, I like the part about envisioning because it kind of goes hand in hand with the fact that if you're if you don't have a plan for your future, if you don't have a plan for like, what your life looks like going forward what are you looking forward to so it's it's like a you know it's it's a question it's a probing question so it's very interesting that you brought that up and it's good that you're doing though that envisioning act where you know what you are uh working towards so a great tip great tip for anybody um mm -hmm. yeah did you have anything else to add on that before we go into the we can for today for me. no we can go into your tip man go for let's it let's do it um so this again is 
focus, I guess, mainly for trainers, but if you can gain something out of this, that would be amazing for me too, of course. Uh, so it's, it's subtitled by Brian Tracy, of course, the author. He subtitles this section, Rewire Your Thinking. So a uh, very interesting line he has, it is to detach the wires from one set of attitudes and reattach them to a different set. So obviously taking one stream of thinking and changing it to another one is what he's trying to say with that. And another really important part he makes a point he makes about emotion is he writes, whichever emotion you dwell upon will grow just as a fire would if you put more fuel upon it. The more you think about the pleasure and enjoyment you get from seeing your growth, the more you're motivated you're going to be is what he's trying to say. So from that one sentence that he said, uh, adding fuel to the fire, so to speak, for your emotions. So let's say if you're dwelling on a certain emotion, the more, the more you think about it, the more you spend time on it, obviously, the more you'll be in it. And this kind of goes hand in hand with, with what Sean said. Like, you know, um, you, you do have emotions. You want to feel those emotions. But dwelling, I think, is the specific part that he's talking about. You don't want to dwell on them um anything you want to add to that yeah no that's really good point man um yeah dwelling on it definitely does not help uh you know uh just another tip is to just focus ask yourself in these moments all right am i focusing on the problem too much if i am let's focus on the solution what's the solution okay don't just like keep spewing and, and talking about the problem um i saw this quote uh, followers talk about problems, leaders talk about solutions. So if you want to be a leader, you got to start talking about solutions. Don't just bring up something and then expect someone else to solve it or even present a solution. Like you might not have that, um, the, the solution that will be taken action on, but you should at least present a solution so that you can start triggering those neurons in your brain and making a pathway so that your brain naturally goes more to the solution instead of dwelling on the problem. I think that's a big cause of um, depression and anxieties. We kind of keep spewing over these uh, the issues without thinking about solutions. Um, and it also comes down to your physiology, your bio, your, your biochemistry. And if you're, uh, I've mentioned this before, if you're tired, hungry, thirsty, if you're being overworked, like physically that can cause negative thoughts in your brain. So, and doesn't help obviously. So do those mental checks on your body, checking with your body. Maybe I just need to eat something. Maybe I just need to take a nap. Or, you know, listen to some music, break that state. Um, but yeah, no, I love it, man. And I'll go right into my second point. And then Actually, we'll, go, we'll keep going back and forth. Unless you have something to add, of course, please. Yeah, I, I just wanted to give an example. Like what I, you just explained how, you know, to, to do the mental checks to make sure with yourself that you are okay in a sense. And that's what even Brian Tracy is trying to say with his rewire your thinking um, lines. So that kind of goes hand in hand. That's a great example that Sean gave. So 
you could see it working in practice right here. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's all I wanted to add. Please. No, I love it, man. No, that was a good point. Very, very good points. All right, number two from my side. I'm not going to tell you the page because you're going to have to figure it out yourself. <laughs> but I'm going to read a couple lines here. And pretty much this is for, it may not be mentioned or talked about often, but it's finding the job for you. So if you're someone that's like at a job that you don't like or or you're looking for a job that you're just out of college or you just lost your job, whatever, how do I go about finding the ideal job for me? So a few lines from this uh, section is decide what you most enjoy doing, what you have the potential to do well, part of the country where you would like to live, type of business you would like to work in. And the next step is to begin the process of informational interviewing. So in, seek information about what's going on in that, in that um, company or industry. So you're going to start, you're going to want to start to do research on that industry. And he says, begin your research by calling up a decision maker in a company um, in an industry that interests you and say something like this. And he literally gives what to say. I am doing some research on this business or industry, and I would very much like to get a few minutes of your time by asking you how you see your business evolving and developing in the future. So I know that's a pretty cool, I've, I haven't even thought of that, um, but it, it's so true. It will help you, even if you, know, you call one place and they don't answer or you can't talk to somebody, that's fine. You can, you know, research another company he says um when he was looking in the real estate injury he uh injury industry he uh did this process with the top four companies in the area that he wanted to work in called them up and started talking to them um and within a month he received job offer offers from all four companies so obviously that might not happen to you but if it happened to him it could happen to you you know, you're showing an interest in a company before you even apply that shows them that, all right, this is like, nobody does that. Right. So it makes you memorable. So it can help you get that job in that company and it helps you get perspective from inside. So you're not just kind of, you know, talking to a friend that got let go from that area or that had something negative to say about it that might have discouraged you, but rather hearing it from someone who has experience, like he said, um, calling up a decision maker in a company. So somebody that is at a decent level in that company that can just describe it and talk more about it. And you can ask questions and it doesn't cost anything. So um, I just thought that was a really great point that he made um yeah i like it i like it good stuff now a great tip to anybody looking for a job or you know those are definitely would be helpful in that case um did you have anything else to add before i move on to my third tip of the day no go for it man all right so this one actually uh hit home for me and he has a subheading of no one is better or smarter. So 
I'm just going to read a little. Um, remember, no one is smarter than you. No one is better than you. If someone is doing better than you are today, it is because they have developed a habit of thinking and acting that you have not learned. Um, another good line that he has written down is, the only limits on your results are the ones you place on yourself with your own thinking. Oof. Dang, man. So obviously this is, um, you know, in a very clear, very direct way to as to uh, there's nothing else holding you back, but you. So no one is inherently better. No one is inherently smarter. Uh, we're, we're all equal. And, you know, the only thing that makes us different is the, obviously the work we're doing uh, by Brian Tracy. So the wanted to make that quick, short, sweet, simple. Sean, did you have anything to add to that? No, I love it. I, I That's a really good point. I'm glad you brought it up, Sonic. Because um, a lot of times, even me, um, you know, will compare. And that's another cause of you know, uh, anxiety and, and depression and all these feelings of in, inferiority is to think someone is smarter than you or better than you. But if they are, it's because they worked harder at it, not because that's just the way they were born. Right. Um, so definitely. yeah, it's, it's a good, it's definitely a good point and a good way of thinking. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who like work on their craft for hours and hours. Um, there's another good book by Robert Kiyosaki where he mentions that for you to become a, let's say, a professional at a certain task or a certain thing, you want to spend at least 10,000 hours, I think. Yeah, to practice. Yep. Um, so if, if, if you put that in the amount of in, in terms of like days that I don't even know how many days that is uh, definitely a lot in the in the thousand range maybe but uh or thousands but yeah definitely a good point um and without further ado i don't want to keep you uh would you please share the next point with us no <laughs> i don't wanna you're un you're being unfair to our audience <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling me out. You're right, Sona. I am being unfair to my audience. Shame, 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 shame. All right. 91. So this is pretty much how you can get ahead in a job or career that you already have. Right. So a couple points he makes is to keep asking for more. So every time you complete a job or if you do a job quickly and you have some downtime instead of going on our phones, because I know we all do, like myself, I'll admit it, have done it. Instead of doing that, ask for more. This, right, this shows your initiative, this shows leadership, and this makes you stand out. And it'll help you with a promotion and make more money long-term. So um, one of the sub uh, topics, I guess, within that or sub tips that he mentioned is he said, he, I began observing some of the tasks that took up his time referring to his boss or supervisor. 
And without asking, I began working on them and complimenting them. So they were, they were done when he got into the office. So, uh, you know, there's, I would say there's, um, a, a slight caution there. You know, you, you want to make sure you do it right. You either get their permission or, uh, I would assist your boss or supervisor in any way, or even ask if they need help. Um, again, like I said before, it makes you stand out, makes you in line for a promotion and can put you in a good standing going forward. Um, so another tip in this section for advancing your career is to accept is to be the go-to guy. So if they ask you to do something in uh, like, Hey, can you take this on? Hey, can you do this project? Um, say yes. Even if you're not sure if you can, right? Because this can show that you are the go-to guy. You are that person that is willing to take on a challenge. And if it is uncomfortable, it means that it's good and it's a good way for you to grow and to see how you can handle this. Otherwise, you'll always be stuck in the same spot, right? Obviously, there is that point where you don't want to get overloaded, where you're starting to slack in a couple areas, right? Um, but I think that's a really good point. And asking, this kind of goes from that that first thing I mentioned, asking for more responsibility. Um and then getting it done quickly. Um, yeah, that is pretty much it on my point. Did you have anything to add before I, uh, before you you go? Uh, I just wanted to reinforce that, that that was a good point that you made. Um, I definitely have seen, you know, so the better performers at work definitely like try and use those some of those methods. Not exactly to the way you described them, but a certain variation, but those are very good. And if somebody wants to get ahead and is stagnant, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, man, definitely. Uh, so the last uh, point of the day that I want to share is actually one of his chapters. So it's more broad, but I'll go into specifics in a sec. The chapter is labeled um, the habits for getting along well with others. And it's, it's followed up really well by this quote. For true love is inexhaustible. The more you give, the more you have. And if you go to draw at the true fountainhead, the more water you draw, the more abundant is its flow. So it is, I guess, a little philosophical. But uh, the main point that sticks out to me is the more you give, the more you have. So definitely someone who, regardless of like how much we all may think we have, the giving is giving should be at the forefront for sure. And as uh, owners of Healthier, we definitely want to start giving to organizations and charities of mainly, I know we said uh, environmental research and sciences and uh, mental health. So those are definitely the key things we want to get to. Um, but anyways, going back to what Brian Tracy says. Uh, so another 
important subheading he has is you can only give away something you have. And then he says, begin, sorry, if you want to improve anyone else's quality of life, begin by improving the quality of your own inner life. So what I take away from this is anybody who has anything material can give it to another person, but anything meaningful or valuable that you can give from within yourself, you need to have within yourself. So like, I can't, I can't give anything valuable or share anything informational to anybody if I don't intake that information or learn that information from somewhere or work on that information or work or develop myself, if that makes sense. I hope this is making sense. So that's mm -hmm. uh, one great point he makes uh, on, you know, be, developing good relationships with other people. And he does mention that we, a man is just a, by nature, a social animal. So having good relationships with the people you do have in your life is very important in his opinion and my opinion for you to be happier. So I hope that really helps. Um, in addition to that, the last point or subheading that I want to share is make others feel important. Um, I'm looking for something, a line that I want to share. I want to give the most important one instead of all four. Yeah, man. <laughs> I love it. So people decide emotionally and then justify it logically but emotions come first so that's a very i, I guess a follow-up sentence to what he says by making other feels important by making others feel important there we go so he says that by you know making an let me rephrase that he says to do that by making an emotional connection with the person or by sharing an emotional story or a fact or any anything emotional because before people think logically they think emotionally so mm -hmm. the more forward you are with making feel making others feel better making other feel others feel motivated as a trainer does the more i guess better your relationship with that person should be yeah i hope all that made sense Sean, if you have anything to share or anything you would clarify, please feel free. No, it does. Thank you. No, that, that was a lot. That was really good. You got a <laughs> lot of good nuggets in there. Um, the I like the emotional like part that you said about kind of uh, sometimes you have to reveal something deeper and emotional about yourself for other people to then go there. Mm. Sometimes we keep it so service level that that's all that's where it stays yeah but it's it's really good to develop a relationship by revealing something that you know you're either struggling with or you got a challenge with or yeah i've just been dealing with this and this and you know i'm working on overcoming this so that it like almost gives the other person permission to then go there as well and that it's it's okay like this is someone that you can go on a deeper level with so that was a great point man Really and, good. And as you mentioned before, as a leader, maybe this is something you'd want to do first. So let's say if you're a trainer, your client opens up to you more and maybe you can dig deeper, help them more in their fitness lives. All right. That's enough from yeah. me. 
um, Sean, would you please uh, share anything if you'd like and uh, your last tip, please? Yeah, of course. So I'm going to go into my last tip, tip number four or point number four. Okay, so uh, this is everyone's favorite, procrastination, overcoming procrastination. So you become what you think about most of the time. So whenever you find yourself procrastinating, repeat to yourself, this is his words, uh, repeat to yourself firmly and um, emphatically, do it now, do it now, do it now. This phrase seems to get you refocused and stimulates you back into working on your key task. So this is obviously something that I continue to do every day. Um, I don't say do it now. I, I say focus on the task at hand. Focus on what you were originally doing. Um, each time you complete an important task, your brain releases a neurotransmitter called endorphins. They are responsible for making us feel happy and energize um, nature's uh, happy drug. Um, they make you feel more positive, creative, confident. So each time you complete an important task, you get an endorphin rush, which stimulates and motivates you to get even more done. Develop the habit of starting on your most important task and then work nonstop until it is 100% complete. It's a great time saver as well. He also goes into this little part that I think is really helpful. Each task has three parts. Warm up and get ready. The working on the task. Third, the winding down and putting things away. So each time you stop and start a task without completing it, you have to go through the the first step, the warm up again. So that just leads you to spending more time on it when it could have been done already. Um, definitely from a personal note, <laughs> like having kind of like a scatterbrain, a bunch of different things on my mind. Um, I am working on and have been working on being more organized and disciplined with doing a task until it's complete. A uh, big part of it is putting away my phone. I think I mentioned this in another podcast, but like putting my phone in a desk or, you know, putting it out of sight. Cause even, even if it's like in my pocket and I feel it vibrate catches your attention and then you get distracted then it, you're kind of like, you don't mean to procrastinate, but you're, you are because you're focusing on that instead of focusing on the task. Um, and then kind of a bonus, um, thing that I want to add but, but, but bonus uh, is a fact that he add so when you stop working to respond to an electronic interruption an email text or phone call it takes about 17 minutes to get back to your work the average adult checks emails anywhere from 3 to 150 times per day um this, that was from a report on Business Insider, uh, from Business Insider in 2017. All this checking is a major reason for po uh, poor productivity and stress. Disciplining yourself to complete your task um, will help you get more done and give you more energy as well. Have single-minded thinking. So that is pretty much 
I love that he goes into that because it's so important, especially nowadays with us getting distracted, like he mentioned, all the emails and, and random texts and stuff throughout the day. So we, everybody, including myself, has to work on um, procrastinating as well, putting something off. And um, yeah, he had some good tips on staying on track that I really, I liked and enjoyed. Focus, focus on the task at hand. I like that. Yeah, that stuck out to me. I know you said that, Brian Tracy didn't, but that's what stuck out. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Do you have anything, any, anything else on that, uh, on that point? No, I think you handled that very well. I think uh, very detailed, very organized in what, what would be helpful to the audience. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing as well. Had a lot of good points, man. Absolutely. So with that, I think we have our usual two questions as we end our podcast. Sean, I'm going to ask you first, any resources or book that you would like to recommend to our audience so they can be healthier and happier? Yes. Um, so it's called Memory Mastery. I haven't finished it, but I've been reading it. And it's um, by Harry Lorraine. Lorraine? Yeah, Lorraine. Um, it is pretty much kind of says it in the title of memory mastery helps you to remember things. There's key tips in there to help you have a better memory. If you find yourself forgetting things a lot or, um, sequences of numbers or, or names, especially, um, he, they go into that Harry. Yeah. Um, pretty sure Harry is a male. It could be Harriet but I'm not going to assume. So they go into a lot of different techniques and tips for having a better memory. So I would definitely recommend that. Wow. But um, yeah, back to you, ma'am. What do you got for a resource or a book? I'm, I'm going to share a book that I've been recommended a lot. Um, it's actually called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a, I'm going to say F and uh, save everybody's... <laughs> ears <laughs> but it's by mark manson and uh i actually saw this book on the bookshelf of one of my mentors one once upon a time and it was and it was recommended to me by a lot of friends i have not read it yet but by the title i can tell that i may have some experience in this area or topic but uh <laughs> but definitely something i think you should read a you should maybe look into if you are too worried, I guess, or too, uh, you let others' opinions impact your decision-making, your life, or anything in general. If you're someone who lets others' opinions, you know, kind of weigh you down and you want to get free of that, maybe this is a resource you can look into. Uh, yeah, man, I've heard, I've heard of that one. Yeah, I haven't read it either. That's also on my a uh, list of books to, to read as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I assumed it's uh, more critical to people who, you know, maybe let others' opinions affect, affect them emotionally and like throughout their day-to-day -day lives. So definitely very, very, should be very useful for anybody who goes through that. Um, mm. So with that, we come to our second ending question of the day an actionable tip you may have for our audience, help them live 
a happier life? Oh, man. That's a tough one. Might have to give me a second. So, I would say this is a timing thing, and it might be really small, but whatever time you think you have to complete a task, give yourself five more minutes. Or if you're trying to get somewhere on time, give yourself five more minutes. Don't say I have time, right? Especially if you're someone that is late frequently. Um, I don't know anybody like that. Definitely not me. I'm always on time, 100%. Every single time I'm exactly on time I can my whole life. Since I was born, I came out on time. The time that they said I would be born, that's when I was born. I was on time. Yes. There we go. <laughs> so were you, Sona. 100%. I wasn't there. I wasn't there, but I'm sure you were on time. I was 10 minutes early. <laughs> yeah <laughs> early oh my god you blew my mind man you're early damn it oh. yeah, it was 10 um, minutes early to the interview okay. <laughs> no but it, it's such like obviously we've all been there we've been late and i have definitely noticed i must give myself that extra five minutes um five to ten minutes uh buffer to get there to set up to um just help you in in general to be more on time i even set my clock in my car to five minutes ahead so every time i'm glancing at it my mind is on that time so by the time i get there the actual time is actually five minutes um like i have those five minutes so just a quick tip for for everybody listening but back to you man um what is an actionable tip that you have before I get into that, that, that was Please. great, man. That was great. I want to say that's a great time hack for anybody who wants to, you know, gain extra five minutes just like that you know, without thinking. So that's good. Um, actionable tip. Uh, this, I guess I kind of learned more, more so today, but uh, it's, it's, that's the thing I, you got to keep learning throughout the days. Uh, anyway, as I digress, digress. Uh, respect and not listen but listen to your elders like uh it's it's not that i'm saying you know sit around listen to their stories but listen or respect them enough to hear them out on sharing the information that they're willing to share with you because a lot of the times in the stories they share or or just things they share they drop a lot of wisdom and a lot of knowledge that you can kind of decipher, especially if you're someone who looks for patterns or looks for, there's always thinking ahead. They're like, oh, how can I learn from this person? Like they've, they've had all these years of doing this, this, and this. So how can I kind of look at them and see if I want to do anything different or if I want to, you know, hear them out. If, if, if it's something that you want to do, you, you may as well hear them out and, you know, kind of follow what they did if, if it aligns. But yeah, that's what I wanted to just kind of say, because I, f- I feel like we're losing that uh, connection and touch with uh, just elders and the respect that should be given. Um, I'm not saying, you know, go out just giving out your respect, but definitely, you know, c- consider, consider. 
I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all I Dude, have. Dude, I love that one so much. Thank you for bringing that up. Cause it definitely needs to be said. Like we may think, especially now that we are better or no more just because we were kind of grown up with technology. This is, you know, someone in their, you know, twenties, I guess, teens or, you know, thirties or early thirties, like, someone that is like someone like your parents or your grandparents, like you still should hear them out. Don't dismiss them. Don't disrespect them. Make eye contact, put your phone down and hear them out and don't just shut them down. That's a really big thing. A lot of times we think we're smarter than them because we know more about this technology or you know, we have access to more information, like, even so, humble yourself to listen to them, hear them out, make them feel good, make eye contact, put your phone away. I hate this. Like, when I if you I'm sure you've seen it going out to eat, and you see like a grandparent, and a kid that's just on their phone. Um, and someone that's like a teenager, like clearly, they're not a baby or like, a you know, four or five year old where they need to be constantly you know, stimulated, even so they shouldn't have their phone, they should be talking to their grandparent that took them out to eat to spend time with them. It makes me like, oh, infuriates me. Like, you obviously don't spend a lot of time with them. So when you do, never try to put them down. Always give them the time of day and respect them. And make sure you make them feel good. Because no matter, you know, if the relationship's you know, good or bad, or, you know, if you're holding any grudges or anything, I guess you just got to let it go because you don't know how much time you do have left with them. So you might as well make the best of that time. Um, so, yeah, excellent point. Thank you for bringing that up. I love it. Of course. People need to hear that. Of course. Just a quick story to add on that where I got it from. Um, I actually mm -hmm. have a let's just say he's a fabricator, like he uh, fabricates panels and stuff, really cool stuff. So I was working with him today. Um, and he's I think he's in his 50s, very, very nice guy. But the thing is, I wouldn't have known that he's nice or that he has like all these things to offer as a person, if I didn't get the chance to, you know, hear him out or speak to him. So that's why I just wanted to share, keep an open mind. Um, definitely respect your elders enough to hear them out. So yeah, that's it. Love it, man. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, do you have anything else to share before we start saying goodbye? <laughs> no, man. That is all I have for today. Just want to thank everybody for listening and feel free to message us, um, you know, on Instagram, connect with me or Sona personally on our personal Instagram or email us uh, with any comments or anything you heard here that you can relate to or got something out of we'd love to hear it um we read everything that we get so please don't hesitate um yeah we, we love constructive criticism as well <laughs> of course of course um as sean said i want to thank everyone for so much for listening to us thank you for sticking up with us till the end and uh thank you once again sean would you like to end it out for us yeah, man. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have an awesome day or night, and we will see you in the next podcast. Bye.